Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of Cast Conversations. As always, I'm joined by the ferocious Phil. Hello, Phil. Oh, that's a new one. How's it going? How's it going? Glad to... I try to keep them fresh for you. Oh, thanks. I'm glad to be back recording another episode with another guest today. Uh, we have Kobe on the show, who was also a, a custodial cast member at Epcot, who actually worked with one of our former guests named Amelia. So, Kobe, very happy to have you here today. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. So, I guess we'll, uh, we won't delay. We'll jump right in. Um, where mainly were you stationed uh, in Epcot? So I worked in Future World. Um, I never worked in World Showcase one time. So it's kind of like two different, I guess, sectors. Um, sure. And we don't, we actually mm. didn't, I actually didn't really even get to know the World Showcase uh, cast members that well either, just because we really were like segregated in a way. <laughs> it's kind of weird, <laughs> but. Um, so I worked in Future World, um, either on the east side, west side, or park arrival. So just mm. you would like you would go and get get stationed there like each day. Like it was it was always kind of random. I I don't I, I don't know if they had a system behind it, but um, it felt random. So did you have a favorite place you would get stationed at? Absolutely, park arrival was the best. Like just because you didn't you didn't have to do as much work as you would have to on like the West side, dude, the West side was so busy because <laughs> it's right by Soren. Like they have, there's seven bathrooms on that side, I think. And so you, you would get caught up doing a lot of stuff over there. And uh, you would, you would stay pretty busy. But Park arrival was chill. Like I, I, I enjoyed it the most because um, you just kind of got to hang out with your friends, talk to guests, pin trade. You know, there was like only a few bathrooms there at the time. And so I was also some pretty good friends with like some spaceship earth attraction people shout out to spaceship earth, Joe. That's my <laughs> guy. So, but yeah, that's, you, uh, go ahead. Did you have, did you have many experiences, uh, cleaning up some code V over at spaceship earth or not spaceship earth mission space, mission space. Mission okay, Mars. So yeah, mission space. I had like <laughs> a bunch of code V's, like three, like really bad ones. But I never had one in uh, Mission Space, not one time. Just because I I only worked on the east side probably two or three times the whole time I was there. Like I it just seemed like I never got east. So <laughs> I I was either on the west or park arrival like pretty much every day I was there. And I a lot of that is because they need they need guys uh, working on on those sides. So. Because on the okay. east there was there, on the east there was no bathrooms at the time because of all the construction going on. So mm, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I didn't Amelia was telling us. Um, sorry, Amelia was telling us that uh, you guys had a specific training for Code V's specifically for Mission Space. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So when when we when you trained, you know, you had to, and it's basically the same thing. Like you just we. For code V's, we would like put this like Boban stuff. That's what it's called. It's like it looks like wood chips, and um, yeah, yeah. it just kind of soaks up all the smell and like soaks up everything. Like uh, I actually think it smells good, so I, I didn't <laughs> mind that. But you couldn't. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it smelled good. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a, a Home Depot <laughs> type. Uh, no, I, I, I totally 
totally agree with that. Yeah, so I actually really liked it a lot. And so I didn't really mind code these. They were really easy. They also took a long time, so you could just kind of like relax and do them. So, and, so you're, you're code V, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, they, I had some bad ones, though. Like, I, I got I had one on a bus one time. Me and oh. my friend Jordan went over there and did it. It was it was terrible. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, it was pretty late at night, too. It was after the fireworks. I want to say it was like 10. And so, like, everybody was trying to get home. Everybody was, like, cranky. You know. Mm. You know how it is. And so, basically, there was this this girl like young girl projectile vomited like everywhere on the bus yeah it was crazy bro so uh me and my friend jordan did that it was crazy um so when you would get things on your um you had an earpiece in yeah or not an earpiece um we had like a a, we had like a phone yeah yeah Hmm. so you would get calls on that or like text or however you received notifications um for a code v would you get like more excited because you're like oh it's like more chill get to relax for a minute or were you like oh it's something i have to go do so for me um you know the the best part about custodial was each day you had was so different so like with that being said a code V was something kind of out of the ordinary. Like it, you know, a typical task would be like um, a trash run of like, you know, eight or 10 trash cans or something like that. Or, you know, just going to clean a bathroom or something like that. But like a code V was kind of different. And that's why they, they kind of, they were more exciting to me. I mean, even though they were pretty gross at times, like can't lie. Um, sure. Each, each, each day was different as a custodian like that. that and also... Basically, if if you know if the code B was really bad, I could like call up any of my any of my custodial friends. Like we were a band of brothers, like out there. Like we we sucked. We were we were there for each other. Like if, if anything was going wrong, like I knew that I had you know five or six people that I, that I could call like immediately and they would come help me. So if it was like a big deal, I knew that I could. I knew I could recruit some help basically. That that's really cool that you actually have that almost family to rely on and help you out for sure. Yeah, dude, it, it was it was a really great experience, one hundred percent. So I'm sure you had a lot of guest interactions. Um, do you have a best guest interaction or most unusual? Um, I have a few that come to mind. So I guess I can I, two come to mind, and like one okay. of them is kind of emotional and like sweet, and then another one is just funny. I have like a I'll start off with the funny one, uh, okay? Because it's kind of fresh on my mind. <laughs> I was like I was <laughs> working park I was working park arrival, okay? And so I'm just chilling under Spaceship Earth, just relaxing. Like I've I've been trading pins and stuff like that, and this you know family comes up to me. And um, there was like kind of inclement weather in the area, and um, they come up to me and they said, "Is it going to rain tomorrow?" And they just kept on saying that, like in that voice, "Is it going to rain tomorrow?" And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, like, what do I look like a weatherman? I have no idea. I have no idea if it's going to rain tomorrow. And so I just always think about that. But it was like repeated. Like they kept on like asking me about the weather and stuff like that. And like I'm just a custodian. Like I have no idea what's going on with the weather so that's what that's probably my strangest guest interaction 
because it, it 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 was like five or six times. He just asked me about oh, that's the in, weather. That's interesting. Yeah, it was super <laughs> weird. I yeah, think they were from like New Jersey or something like that. You know, like that type of like type of like voice. Like it was funny. The accent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. Yeah, I, I I wonder why they went to you for the weather. Well, that's the thing about like custodians. We are the front lines, like 100%. Like anytime there was a problem, you know, in, or even just we had to come up with a solution, you know, like where is where is this or why is my fast pass not working? You know, they a, a disgruntled guest, they're going to look for that first person in a Disney uniform. And a lot of the times that's us because, you know, we're out there, you know, right next to them. And they just want their problem solved immediately, right? Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So I, I mean, it's just it's stuff like that. Like, I, you get like asked if you don't know your park, you're going to struggle a lot as a custodian, because, you know, I got asked where is Frozen, like Frozen Ever After. I got asked where is that, like, pretty much every day, multiple times a day. Where is Soren? You know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of like. Um, how with me, like PhotoPass, we always call ourselves guest relations of the streets. That's kind of the same thing with uh, custodial. Yeah, totally. I agree. I, uh, that was cool. Your PhotoPass. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, I I wish I was there still, but I'm sure everyone wishes they were there right now. Um, yeah, dude, me too. It stinks. That's so, okay. um, then you said you had a story that was like more emotional. Yeah, so um, I just kind of been having a, a tough day um, this particular day. I don't I don't exactly remember why. Like I had stuff going on in my personal life back home, and so you know just just that type of thing. And <laughs> I go into work. It's really hot. Um, I'm just I I get there and I get like the worst bathroom immediately, and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be one of those days. And so I go in, I'm, I'm doing the bathroom or whatever, you know, and so, I don't know, as a custodian, you sometimes like, I don't know how to explain it, but you kind of feel overlooked just not every single day or not every single instance, but you just feel a little underappreciated. Um, Cause you know, you're cleaning up a lot of stuff. And sure. so this, this, this man just came up to me and he just basically said, thank you so much. You're doing such a great job. And it just went such a long way because I was already having a kind of a weird day. I was having a bad day and him just coming up and encouraging me. It really, it really turned my day around. Um, I bet. And so, That's awesome. Yeah. And it kind of challenged me to kind of look around and be like, Hey, you know, when have I been thankful today? Or when, when can I, how can I be more thankful? Um, and how can I show gratitude towards somebody else? And so it was, it was just all around a really cool experience. That's awesome. That's awesome that you got to feel appreciated when um, most of the time you feel like you don't. So that's that's really cool. And I'm sure that that probably continued into like your next week even. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also like me, like being challenged, like I said, like it just I I was, you know, more more intentional with my roommates, like talking to them, like, how was your day? Like, what, what's been going on with you and stuff like that? Just it kind of challenged the way I thought about um gratitude in a way sure that's yeah. yeah that's awesome that's cool that just one interaction that was like even the minuscule was able to make you feel that way right and you know there's some there's some guy i don't know his name i don't know where he's from um have no idea what he's doing right now but like he really did make an impact on my life and it's it's super 
super weird to think about like the just kind of the ripple effect of of things that happen but it's it's cool that's awesome yeah so um i guess kind of uh changing uh pace really quickly um when you were working there did you ever do water art were you trained in that okay so i was not trained in water art because um we got sent home early right with the corona and stuff like that um i can assure you though i would not have been good at the water art (laughs) (laughs) why is that because i am not artistic um it's it takes a certain skill um i had a few friends that were able to do it but they they were uh people that had extended so they had gotten trained in the fall Mm. Uh, but us spring people we did not um, have the opportunity to even get trained because we didn't have enough time so that yeah that's unfortunate i i bet that would have been something really cool to have that experience at least and then hey you know how to draw a good mickey head yeah i would have gave it my best shot you know like i I have no (laughs) idea Uh, i had a friend named baron who was a spring spring uh custodian just like me and he would do like these mickey head leaves and so Mm, yeah we we would we would do those together they were fun and like as custodians it was super cool because like once you were done with the mickey head leaf you could just leave it because we're technically not responsible for um leaves or like branches or anything like that so um okay yeah that's that's nice. Yeah, we're not responsible. We were never um, held accountable to picking those up, so it was, <laughs> it was even more fun doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you ever get into much pin trading? Yes, and that's that's a funny question to ask me because I am a huge pin trader, <laughs> like oh, huge okay. pin collector. I've been collecting since I was 13 years old, so. I'm very into it, and yeah, I, I print it like every day. Um, it was it was a good time. That's awesome. Was there a pen that you received the most from a guest? It's a good question. Um, you know, we we got a lot of scrappers. Um, you know, scrappers being like fake pens, um, mm, and you can okay. like kind of tell they're fake like pretty much immediately once you like cracked it. And so basically, mm-hmm. we'll. You'll have to go and like you'll get your pins refreshed, um, but then like you'll let's say you get your pins refreshed, you'll probably get like two like really nice pins, two or three, and like they're gone within an hour, like every single every <laughs> single time you get them. So and it's always the same people. It's always like the same annual pass holders that uh, just come to parks every day. Which mm. you know, shout out to them that they're on their grind, but they come and they get all the good. <laughs> they pins. are on their grind. Yeah, definitely. Like they're, like you know, you say what you want about them, but they're there. So, yeah, they they're on the grind every day. Um, <laughs> definitely. So, um, did you do uh, trivia questions for the mystery trading? Yeah, I did. I would always do like trivia. I'm a big fan of trivia, like Disney trivia, and so I would do like I would try to do Epcot ones. Like I would do um, like easy, medium, hard. So for easy, I would do what year did Epcot open? And so for and like just stuff like that or like what what's Epcot's, you know, character like figment, stuff like that. And then for okay. a hard one, if somebody would like want to challenge me, I'd be I would say, you know, how many how many triangles are on the Epcot ball? Or I would say uh, 
there's 11 countries in World Showcase. What are the only two that were not here on opening day or just something like that? Ah, uh, so you, you get specific. Yes. Hmm. And if it was an adult, kind of funny. for sure. Um, so on our show, we ask trivia questions and you just answered two of them. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at our document right now and Phil and I have a FaceTime up. I'm, I'm currently, uh, blocking out those trivia questions. So you only have okay. one trivia question now. I, I'm sure you'll Perfect. know the answer to, um, well, don't, but, don't hide me up that much. I may not know it. <laughs> um, but we only have like two more questions and we'll go to a break and we'll be right back. So let's answer those. Do those two questions. Sure, um, sure. So, did you have a favorite bathroom in your section? Uh, favorite bathroom, bro. Honestly, I didn't like cleaning the bathrooms, so no. No favorite <laughs> bathroom. Hey, that's um, all right. I would go. I if I had to pick one. Um, I liked Arrival West. That was my favorite bathroom. Or Arrival hmm. East, either either of those two, because they were kind of tucked away and no one really knew about them. And also, you know, they just didn't have a lot of foot traffic, so they were never that busy. I can tell you my oh, least favorite bathroom. Okay, let's hear it. Land down without a without a doubt, like the the one and and it's a bathroom um, right by Soren. Oh my gosh, it's mm. the worst bathroom. <laughs> Hate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, just terrible. because of the traffic. Yeah, it's also, um, yeah, it's just super busy. I also had, like, the worst blog toilet experience in there. Like, it was terrible. It took, like, an hour and that's, 40 minutes to clean. Uh, it was geez. terrible. Um, yeah. So then our last question, that we actually started with Amelia, um, is do you have any ghost stories of uh, Disney? Ghost stories? Yes. Um... I do not. It's fine if you don't. We, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't have I do. any. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, like, I, I've i heard of, like, you know, like, Haunted Mansion, um, where they have to, like, say goodnight to, like, Master Gracie or something like that. Mm -hmm. but other than that, like, I don't really. But, like, I also, I didn't really know anybody that worked at the Haunted Mansion. I just kind of heard that through the, yeah. through the right well, line, I guess. Did we have uh, two Haunted Mansion cast members on? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Too. yeah but all right uh we're gonna throw it to a break uh you guys are gonna hear from a couple new sponsors that we're advertising for um small businesses and then we will be right back so don't go anywhere or else i will come to your house this time it's not gonna be phil <laughs> all right we'll be right back make sure you head over to we've got ears on instagram we've got ears is a uh, instagram page for a mouse ear artist designed and handmade by emily uh, so Emily has been uh, making these ears and recently, due to the coronavirus, has been uh, working on making uh, masks for people uh, on the front lines and they're going to be free. So uh, these are people, uh, for people who, like I said, are on the front line dealing with the public and uh, have lost wages. She'll also have masks for uh, sale for the general public to help cover the cost of uh, making the free ones. So uh, keep checking your Instagram for updates and news coming with those masks. And also check out everything that else that she has on her page. She's got ears, um, handmade by herself. I'm looking at them right now. Oh, she's got um, Eeyore ones. Those are actually pretty cool. So um, head over, 
Uh, her Instagram will be in the bio of the episode, and make sure you follow along if you would like a mask made by her. So check it out. What's up? We wanted to give a thank you to another one of our sponsors, Everything Mousy Pins. Everything Mousy Pins is a collector that's been collecting pins for over 15 years now. Um, they live right next to Walt Disney World, and uh, their store has a cheap selection of pins for beginners and rare pins for collectors. Um, something really cool about Everything Mousy Pins is um, they sell guaranteed authentic pins, so you know you're not going to be getting a fake pin through them. Um, secondly, they've been a pin collector for years, like I said, over 15, and they like to share their experience through um, pins on YouTube and on the online pin store. So um, they always do giveaways on uh, their Instagram, and um, there might be more information on their YouTube as well. So head over to Everything Mousy Pins. Um, of course, the information will be in the bio of the episode, and check out what they got. You will not be disappointed. What's up, everyone? It's Jeremy, and today I'm here to talk about Bright Suns Co. So uh, Bright Suns Co. is a company made by Susie, and she makes a lot of ears. She has custom ears. I'm on her website right now. I'm looking at them. Um, she also has a lot of pins. Uh, she has earrings as well. And she also, um, it's super cool, she wanted us to tell you that she has Japanese exclusives, which is super awesome. Um, so I'm going to just talk about a couple of the ears she has on her website right here. Um, she has a Star Wars Knights of Ren Kylo Ren ears for only $25. Now, she sent us two pairs of ears, and they're custom ears. These are not your typical Disney Disney ears. These are very well-made, very sturdy, and high-quality ears. And for the price of $25, you're getting a steal. Um, let's see. We're going to go over to Mouse Ears. Um, she has her website very easily organized. You can order things alphabetically. Um, you can also go uh, best-selling, price high-low. So let's just go price low-high. So you can get um, small red pom-pom ears for only $8. These are really good prices for awesome things you can be wearing in the parks. Now we're going to order by uh, the best-selling. So her best-selling ears are, oh, actually, the Mystery Mouse ears. So um, it looks like, I'm going to read the description on this. Um, you can get a surprise pair of ears, which is super awesome for only $15. And it's on sale right now from $25, which it normally is. So head over to um, Bright Suns Co. We'll, um, of course, as always, have it in the bio of the episode and check her out. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. What's going on, guys? Phil here again, back with another ad. This time we got uh, Magically by Molly, which she does magnets that are Disney-inspired. So you got ones that look like Mickey Mouse, of course. How are you going to go wrong with that? And then you have other ones that are Disney snack-inspired. So snacks that you can get in the park, like the Mickey ice cream bar. she got one of those. Um, just so many different styles and She's very creative with her designs. One of the things that she does is she hand designs all of her magnets. Uh, so most of the magnets you'd see out there are going to be digitally designed. That is not the case with Molly. She actually makes them all by hand. She takes uh, a lot of pride in, in her craft as uh, an artist. And so make sure to go give her a follow on Instagram at Magically by Molly. No spaces. And check out her work. Her magnets start at just $6.99, and you can get some in different sets or anything like that, uh, that you can also get some that are 
a little bit larger. She can do just about anything. So make sure to go check out her Instagram and her Etsy. That is Magically by Molly. And we hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. We are back. Thank you so much for not making me come to your house. I appreciate all of you, even you, um, George. Let's hope there's someone named George that listens. Um, but, okay, um, we are going to start our one and only a trivia question. So, Phil, take it away. All right. So, it's a tough one. Very hard. Very challenging. Okay. What does that, <laughs> that stand for? Experimental prototype community of tomorrow. just to tell you what the other ones were it was how many countries are in the world showcase you said 11 um and then what year did epcot open yep 1982 right yeah correct yep you got Uh, those so then we will jump into our instagram investigation so uh we saw that you hurt yourself in ultimate frisbee (laughs) wait (laughs) That was from maybe when was that from? We we did it was, a, it was a while ago. Maybe 2016, <laughs> 2017. Yeah, I did. I um I'm a I love Ultimate Frisbee, so I was you know going up for a a catch one day, came down on my ankle wrong, broke it, so it was terrible. It was really oh, painful. Geez. It took, dude, it took um, me out for so long too. Couldn't play for so long. What position do you play? In ultimate, um, I'm I'm more of a handler, like handler, like I I throw. So, okay. Yeah. Um, Phil in high school was a baseball player, and I was a golfer. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, what shows have you done in your life? Um, so I was guest on in Beauty and the Beast. Um, I used to do a lot of theater. Uh, my my senior year of high school, as well as like going into college a little bit. Um, I was Kanicki in Greece, um, Charles Ingalls, like in, mm. in a uh, little house on the prairie. Um, let's see. There's another one I'm forgetting. Um, I did Les Mis, like Les Miserables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like one of the freedom fighter guys. Um, that was really fun. That was probably my favorite show experience just because of like the, the magnitude of everything. That was sure. was really dope. I bet. Yeah. It's a powerful show. Definitely. And let's and... see. Oh, I was Ren and Footloose. That was really fun. I enjoyed oh, nice. that a lot. Yeah. And like, those are kind of all the main shows I was in. I, I think I did <laughs> like a Peter Pan show one time, but I can't remember exactly what I was. Um, okay this is all like community theater like from a few years ago <laughs> y'all we all actually really <laughs> dug deep <laughs> oh yeah we did yeah, Do our yeah. research. so one more one more instagram question uh so i i saw over over the years you've had some several different hairstyles i <clears throat> i really thought i really appreciated the caption of your most recent picture i thought it was pretty funny it made me laugh a little bit um, are you but, are you referring to my shaved head right now? <laughs> you're you're what? My shaved head right now? Yeah yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, what would you say your favorite hairstyle has been that you've had? <laughs> Definitely not my current one. <laughs> uh, 
I I had been this was premeditated. Okay, I w- I kind of wanted to do this for a while, um, but I just kind of was always scared to do it. But with quarantine, I had a really good excuse. I think my favorite hairstyle is. Um, I, I liked, I used to really keep it long and I would wear like a, I would wear a hat or like a mm-hmm. visor and like let the hair like flow out of it. That was probably my favorite hairstyle, but I don't do that much anymore just cause I'm older now, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and Hey, that'll do it for the Instagram investigation. But, uh, we have one final section where we get your get your Disney favorites. So we'll start out with number one, in no order, your top three favorite Disney movies. Okay. My favorite Disney movie is Monsters University. Like what regardless of what of anything else, that is my favorite Disney movie. And hey, that's fine. Another one I I really like Toy Story as well. Like, you know, I'm I'm twenty four, so um that that movie was like really big for me growing up you know both those movies you know i was born in 96 so that movie was had just come out or came out recently after i was born or something like that and so those were like really big for my childhood all the toy story movies right and i think if i had to pick a third one i would say fox and the hound that, mm-hmm. that, was movie, that was another movie I really liked when I was little, and I still like. That's, a, that's an interesting one. We've never heard that one. Well, yeah, I, I, I like those picks. Yeah, they're good. Monsters University is very underrated. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I actually just watched it recently. It's great, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's a very good one. Love love to just put it on. Um, Me too. So next question is: What is your favorite Disney character? Uh, Mike Wazowski, without a doubt. <laughs> that was nice. quick. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, uh, he's my favorite. Then favorite Disney princess. Um, I'll go with Princess Anna. I think it's close between her and Belle, but I like Princess Anna. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Fair, fair. And uh, your favorite Disney song. Uh, my favorite Disney song. I would go with, so it's kind of a weird one, but Beauty and the Beast, like the, I'm not a big fan of the Disney remakes just personally, but the one I really liked, like the live action remakes, the Mm -hmm. one I really liked was Beauty and the Beast. I actually really enjoyed that one as a movie itself. And I really like a song from that when the Beast sings it, it's called Evermore. Yes. My favorite Disney song. Do you like the Josh Groban version or the Beast version? Josh Groban for sure. (laughs) Love Josh Groban. Good to know. It's a great song. Good to know. Um, and then our final... No. Did I skip one? No. no final question. So. <laughs> uh, your favorite cue for a ride at Disney World? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, I think the best overall cue is Expedition Everest um, because it kind of really immerses you. It just kind of brings you into the into what like the ride is and so that's probably my favorite one yeah it really does especially because the imagineers i heard that they actually went obviously i'm sure you know first and um a lot of the things that are in the queue are from their expedition so um kind of it's just stuff like that like the disney difference i think that 
makes Disney so special. I don't know. I agree. I don't, it's just cool that they would even, you know, put the effort out to go do that, you know, to make yeah, sure that everything's right, authentic. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I agree 100%. So, uh, yeah, with that, that'll pretty much wrap up this episode. We had a nice uh, long one with Colby for today. Uh, we hope that you all enjoyed. We wanted to thank you for being on. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that we were able to make this work. Um, and that'll do it. Thank you all for listening. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Stay quarantined, and we will talk to you later. Bye, guys.